Daily prayer has been a part of the Christian tradition since its first days. In the Episcopal Church, our forms of daily prayer are found in our Book of Common Prayer, which descends from that of the Church of England. When we pray one of the forms of prayer, called offices, we pray with Christians around the world no matter what time we are doing so. Morning prayer is the central office, but it's always great to be prayed any time of day. Whether you're joining in at morning, evening, or even the next day, it's always a good time to pray. If you would like to follow along with the order of prayer, you can go to tuesday.frdavid.org for a Tuesday episode, or thursday.frdavid.org for a Thursday episode. There will be more information at the end of this podcast. Let's pray morning prayer together. Well, good morning, and welcome to Morning Prayer for the morning of November 25th, 2021. This is the greater feast day of Thanksgiving, which I'm sure you're all aware of. Let's take a moment to prepare ourselves for prayer this morning. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us all our sins, through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Let us say together the Jubilate. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Let's say together the psalm for the day, which is Psalm 147. Hallelujah! How good it is to sing praises to our God! How pleasant it is to honor him with praise! The Lord rebuilds Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars and calls them all by their names. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. There is no limit to his wisdom. The Lord lifts up the lowly, but casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make music to our God upon the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds and prepares rain for the earth. He makes grass to grow upon the mountains and green plants to serve mankind. He provides food for flocks and herds, and for the young ravens when they cry. He is not impressed by the might of a horse. He has no pleasure in the strength of a man. 
but the Lord has pleasure in those who fear him, in those who await his gracious favor. Worship the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion, for he has stretched the bar, strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. He has established peace on your borders. He satisfies you with the finest wheat. He sends out his command to the earth, and his word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters hoarfrost like ashes. He scatters his hail like breadcrumbs. Who can stand against his cold? He sends forth his word and melts them. He blows with his wind and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and his judgments to Israel. He has not done so to any other nation. To them he has not revealed his judgments. Hallelujah. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to John. Jesus replied, I assure you that you are looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate all the food you wanted. Don't work for the food that doesn't last, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the human one will give you. God the Father has confirmed him as an agent to give life. They asked, What must we do in order to accomplish what God requires? Jesus replied, This is what God requires that you believe in him whom God sent. They asked, What miraculous sign will you do that we can see and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, just as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus told them, I assure you, it wasn't Moses who gave the bread from heaven to you, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. The bread of God is, is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said, Sir, give us this bread all the time. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Say together the Te Deum, we praise you, O God. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you, Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Well, beloved, um, it's good to, uh, good to uh, be doing a service here from the church for the church. Of course, this is our first service um, since the events on Sunday afternoon at the, at the Waukesha uh, Christmas Parade. Um, and uh, 
for anybody who's watching, most of you uh, who haven't who haven't been experienced the way we've been doing morning prayer is that I I usually preach extemporaneously um, on during morning prayer. It's it's good exercise for me, and it's uh, um, there's just not enough time to get full sermons together for twice a week for these. Um, but that's a particular challenge today uh, because of uh, the events that have happened over the last few days and and the amount of, of hurt that's in our community and the amount of uh, difficulty that things are going on. And that brings us to today, which is Thanksgiving Day, um, you know, one of the days that's uh, usually about celebrating with family or friends, um, and, and still is, but there are a lot of people hurting out there in a way that's not usual. And uh, one of the things we should be mindful of is in our community how many families today are, are hurting. Um, and that's, that's an important thing to remember. And in a situation like that, we, ask, we give, give the question of like, how do we give thanks in a time like this? You know, if, if that's what this day is all about, how do we give thanks when there's so much pain and suffering around us? Well, there's a couple of answers to that. The first um, is that we have to remember that this is not necessarily about how we feel. Um, something I constantly try to preach about is the fact that uh, for us, particularly as Americans, we tend to think of religion as something that we're supposed to feel. That, um, that if we are in a relationship with God, there's a particular thing we ought to be feeling. And if we're not feeling that, then therefore um, we're not in the right relationship with God. That God isn't with us unless we feel God's presence with us. But that is such a foreign concept to the God of the Bible. You know, you have um, the, the psalm. Uh, the best example is the psalm of, of, Oh God, oh God, why have you forsaken me? Which is exactly what Jesus says on the cross. You know, in some ways that's the perfect example. The person who is God, who is the second person of the Trinity, on the cross saying, My God, why have you forsaken me? Uh, why, why have I forsaken myself? Is basically what Jesus is saying on the cross. And that's important for us. Um, it reminds us of the fact that we're not given all the answers to why everything happens uh, here in the world. Um, the idea that everything happens for a reason, uh, I think everything is brought into God's economy, but the idea that you know, we, we should be able to figure out what that reason is, is once again refuted by Scripture. It's the entire book of Job is about the fact that we just can't figure this out sometimes. And we just need to be able to live in that, that idea that the ultimate um, ends are something that are going, and, and where it all ends up is someplace that we can't really see other than we trust in God to take it to a place where it will be good. The second part is to be really intentional about it. If it's not about all, all about feelings, if it's not making us feel warm and fuzzy this particular Thanksgiving day, what is it about? It's about looking at the particular things that are good uh, in our lives. This is really important right now, especially when we're at a time of, of, of tragedy like this. It is, a, it is really important that we look at the things that are good in our lives and remind ourselves that there is so much good around us. And not in a Pollyanna-ish way, but just simply to remind, remember, as the psalm was talking about this, you know, the, that, God, that, that God has so ordered the universe that we receive the things that we need. Um, and the, that we um, 
uh, we get what we, we we are able to get what we we need uh, on a daily basis. You know, God is good um, all the time, even if we don't feel that. <laughs> um, even if we're angry at God, I mean, that's the other part. I want to be real careful, real real good with here. Christians are particularly, for some reason, we are crazy about not wanting to be angry at God, and that is not the biblical witness. Again, you have entire psalms of the people yelling at God and screaming at God and demanding that God fulfill the promises that they believe God is not fulfilling. That is the biblical account of our interaction with God. We are allowed to be angry with God. We are allowed to scream at God. We are we, We are allowed to demand answers. We won't get the answers probably in the way we would like them. But we're allowed to. This is a two-way relationship between us and God. God has set it up that way intentionally. And when we just think, no, I, I can't feel that way. I can't be angry at God for the way this all turns out. We are, we're, we're denying the biblical witness. And we are kind of, in some ways, cheapening the relationship between us and God, thinking that just being angry is going to end the entire relationship. Or, or God is, is so petty that God will hate us after, we, after we're angry with God. No, that's perfectly fine. Um, you know, I, I, I'm bearing some anger myself at this time. As we look for the things that we're thankful about, um, sometimes things surprise us. The thing that I am, at this moment, most thankful for uh, is the witness of our church. Um, Founded in 1844, this house built in 1853, um, sustained by the Saints of St. Matthias Church, down through the ages, and as um, Nancy Harlan's nice little history that she she wrote for us uh, talks about, um, you know, the things that we've done over the years of, of rolling bandages during the Civil War, of doing, you know, uh, bond drives and other things during the, the First and Second um, World Wars, and, and, and all of the things that we've done for the community over the years with homelessness and, and uh, literacy and, and the, other, the other ways that we've served the community. Sunday really brought that home for me, that who we are as a people in a particular place, because we're, we're here at this juncture of, of East Avenue and Main Street and White Rock in the downtown, brought us into a particular place on Sunday afternoon. Um, most of you have seen this story, but just when this all happened and it happened much further down the rail, although the, the car came right by here, uh, further down the, the route. Um, nobody was really sure what was going on. Shots were fired, we know, by, by a policeman now, but nobody knew that at the time. Um, so the assumption was we had an active shooter situation, and the police were telling everybody to get off the street. We were really the only open building for a couple of blocks around. Um, during the Christmas parade, because we're always open uh, during the Christmas parade um, for people to come in and warm themselves and use the restroom. So we were ushering people in, uh, uh, myself and um, the, my kids and, and the Feldners that, that were, were with us, were ushering people into the church for a place of shelter. Um, and that's, you know, we were not built in 1844 to be here and to do this in 2021. But it's a reminder of that continual um, ministry that we have held over the years of being a particular people in a particular place and being open to the movement of God and opening our doors to the community in its time of need. Um, 
I just got this this morning. I'll see if I can get through this without tearing up. Uh, but uh, one of the members of the dance team who sheltered in place here um, left a little crayon note. I can't control the camera from here, so I'll just kind of show you the note here of uh, drawing on the back with the um, a house and people looking out of it. Um, and then uh, writing in crayon on the other side, thank you for taking care of us after the accident and letting us come into the church. Love, Olivia. Um, we were a real place of hope and comfort for an entire group of, of, of girls and some other people uh, during that parade. And today I give particular thanks for that. That if things had gone differently, if this church had not survived through the years, if we had not remained here in downtown Waukesha in the building that we're in, uh, we wouldn't have been here yesterday uh, for those people, and I'm not sure where they would have, would have gone. And so I give thanks. I give thanks for all those who have and continue to make possible our ministry in the downtown. As we go through this day, I hope you can find the things that you are thankful for as well. Um, even getting around the, th the, the difficulties we've had over the last few days, getting around the, the incredible mix of feelings and emotions that we all have, uh, getting around all that, and getting down to the base of the things that we are, are truly thankful for in our lives. Amen. Let's join together in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Almighty and gracious Father, we give you thanks for the fruits of the earth in their season and for the labors of those who harvest them. Make us, we pray, faithful stewards of your great bounty for the provision of our necessities and the relief of all who are in need. To the glory of your name, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, we pray for our community. We pray for all those who have died. We pray for all those who continue to struggle. We pray for those who are bereaved. We pray for those who continue to be anxious. We pray for all those whose mental health has been affected by the events of the last few days. We give you thanks for the first responders, for the fire, for the police and the paramedics. We give thanks for the many people who leapt in to help at that time. We pray for all those who work in the criminal justice system, that justice may be served. We give thanksgiving for all the many things in our lives. We pray for all those on our parish prayer list. I bid your prayers and intercessions at this time. Let's join together in the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you all for joining in this community of prayer today. I hope it has been helpful to you. Um, one of the things I love about being an Episcopalian is when things get hard, and, and it's really, really hard to, to generate something um, deep out of our hearts, and the liturgy always carries us along, and we know we're praying with people all over the world um, as, as we do so. Um, our schedule this weekend is as normal. We have a, a Saturday night 5 o'clock service, um, modern language, a 8 o'clock um, 
8 o'clock Sunday service in traditional language and a 10 o'clock service with music in um, modern language. Um, visitors are always welcome to that. We also uh, live stream the 10 o'clock service uh, for those who would uh, rather be at home as we still deal with uh, COVID transmission rates. Um, a note for those who are regular watchers of this podcast, uh, as I've announced several um, times before, uh, next week the, 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 um, the timing will not change, but the uh, content will change. Uh, this has been uh, almost two years that we've been going through uh, a regular morning prayer cycle. Uh, and uh, beginning in Advent, we're going to, uh, to change it up a little bit. Um, we're going to be going through the writings of uh, Julian of Norwich, uh, who is one of the, the foundations of my spirituality. Uh, Father John Julian Swanson, who did a, a well-known translation of it, divided it up for reading uh, on a daily portion. So what we'll be doing is we'll be doing some prayer. It will still have uh, parts of an office. It'll be in a kind of an abbreviated office. Um, but then the middle will be um, some uh, reading from Julian's revelation and some, some, um, some meditation on that, um, a few remarks uh, on my part uh, as to each part uh, that we're reading. Uh, and I kind of look forward to that. It will be a new way, you know, having spent years going through uh, Julian's writings, uh, it will be a brand new way for me to encounter it uh, by going, it, uh, going through it in this format. And I hope it'll be um, something that's useful for you as well, uh, because Julian's writings speak specifically to questions of suffering, uh, questions of providence, uh, all many of the issues that we face today. Um, she doesn't really give us the answers, but she gets us asking the right questions. So um, I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving, uh, whether you're with your friends or family, uh, or even if you're by yourself today, know that you're not truly by yourself. And um, give thanks for what you can, uh, mourn what we've lost, and we will get through this all together. Thanks. Have a blessed day. This has been a production of St. Matthias Episcopal Church in Waukesha, Wisconsin. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find more information on how to contact us at our website at http www.stmatthiasonline.org. That's www dot stmatthiasonline.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.